Welcome back to Trans in the Eyes of God, a special series from Inspired. In this episode, we hear from trans individuals navigating their beliefs to find a spiritual home. Let's get back to our guest host, Reverend David Wynn. We also invited scholars and religious leaders from different traditions to share their interpretations of scripture and doctrine to answer the question, is it okay to be trans in the eyes of God? I get asked this kind of thing all the time, like, just tell me, am I right or wrong? Tell me, am I going to hell or not? I'm like, I can't tell you that. If you don't know that for yourself, why, what am I supposed to tell you? That's Emory University professor Scott Kugel. He studies South Asian culture and Islam. And he's echoing a common theme we heard. Faith traditions aren't monoliths. Even among religions with a central authority, there are multiple, often conflicting interpretations of doctrine and how that's lived out. Which means that among Muslims, among Jews, among Buddhists, there are different views about the trans experience depending on what branch of the tradition you follow, or what country you live in, or even which specific congregation you attend. That, that's why I'm, I'm having a bit of a difficulty answering your question. So where do we go from here? Well, in the few minutes we have left in this first episode, I thought I'd give you a taste of what emerging voices from different religions have to say about gender identity. Here's a sampling of views, from the idea that gender is fixed, to gender is fluid, to gender is secondary to how one lives. Well, the starting point for the Christian worldview is Scripture. And the starting point for that is is in Genesis 1 and in Genesis 2, where you see that there is a creator, God, who made everything, and the purpose for everything is basically inscribed in those first few pages of the Old Testament scriptures. And so in the very beginning, we believe that God created the heavens and the earth, and on the sixth day, he created male and female. What you have in the culture today is basically you are what you think you are. You're not what your body says that you are. The Christian point of view kind of begins with biological sex and says, no, really your identity is revealed in male and female bodies. The gods and goddesses change their gender and, and humans uh, also change their gender. Visually, there's an availability of the idea that the divine is both male and female and switches, that it's fluid, that maleness and femaleness is fluid even in the divine. So certainly in the rest of creation, it is uh, so. My position is that God, Allah, is the best of creators and that everything that Allah creates has a purpose and that goal and purpose is not always clear from the outside. So, for instance, the Prophet Muhammad has a teaching, it's in a hadith report, that says God does not look at your bodies and your actions. God looks at your heart and your intention. And that, I think, is a really liberating thought for transgender Muslims. Judaism likes to organize things. A friend of mine says that Judaism believes in an obsessive-compulsive God, which is definitely true. But Judaism also always has an awareness of places in between. That was Denny Burke on Evangelical Christianity, Ruth Vanita on Hinduism, Scott Kugel on Islam, and Rabbi Elliot Kugel on Judaism, 
We'll hear more from them, and we'll also hear stories from people on the ground, trans people of faith who have struggled to find acceptance, who looked at their religion to understand who they are, like Mesma Belsare. Being a Hindu was a benefit. I realized early on that there was really no dogma. There was no particular right or wrong way of doing things. You can hear Mesma's story in part three of Trans in the Eyes of God at interfaithradio.org. This special series was made possible by a grant from the Arcus Foundation. In this episode, I'm excited to share, was awarded first place by the Religion News Writers Association in the radio and podcast category in 2019, and originally broadcast in July of 2018. This episode, originally produced by Laura Correll, with support from Stephanie Lecce, Melissa Fato, June Owens, Lewis Wallace, and Ruth Morris. A special thanks to our guest host, Reverend David Wynn, and Maureen Fiedler, our founder. We'll leave you with some music from the Florida-based punk rock band Against Me. In 2012, their lead singer, Laura Jane Grace, made history, coming out as a trans woman on the cover of Rolling Stone. Their sixth album, Transgender Dysphoria Blues, released in 2014, received critical acclaim from fans and critics. The songs and lyrics wrestled with themes we hear throughout this special series. Love, belonging, vulnerability, and identity. I'm your host and executive producer, Umbreen Khan. Remember to stay safe and stay connected. I'll see you next week. Just what I've let myself die